Welcome everyone to the Change Starts Here podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Odom, and I am extremely excited about this week's episode. To send everyone off uh, into summer, especially in July when we always have a dead month here, I wanted to review the number one most recommended book by all of our podcast guests, which is The Atomic Habits. And so if you're a first time listener, you may not know this, but if you've listened to multiple episodes, you'll know that I ask every person that we have on the podcast, we ask everybody four questions. You know, what's a habit or discipline that you use? What's a book or books you recommend? What's your walk-up song? And then what's a, a great piece of advice or a quote you've come across recently? And so I'm going to answer those for myself at the end of this episode. But um, I thought it was interesting, you know, July, hopefully you guys are get a chance to actually read for fun and read for yourself. And so I thought one of the, what better way to send everyone out, uh, including myself or especially myself, I should say, with um, talking about a book that I think can be life changing for so many of us. And I would just say, I have read it before. I reread it again in preparation for this podcast. I would say it's one of those books that you can constantly break out. And so I just want to focus this time on two quick takeaways I have. I don't want to waste anybody's time with this. I'm not going to go review the entire book. I just want to take out two principles that really made an impact on my life. And I hope it will on yours. And hopefully it'll lead you to wanting to pick up the book again. And so those two areas are one, the inside out philosophy, and I'll break that down and two, the idea of getting 1% better every day. So I just want to share with you, you know, the inside out philosophy uh, is contrary to the way a lot of us think about goals. We set goals, we create processes, and then we work on our identity. What James Clear is focused on here is what we talk about all the time at Franklin Covey Education, which is an inside out model. We believe you can't change anybody else. You can only change yourself. And through changing yourself, you get better results and different results and can have more impact on people. And so what James Clear does here is, you know, what we call at Franklin Covey a see, do, get model. You know, first he says, let's work on your identity. How do you see yourself? How do you want to see yourself? And then create systems around that to live that out. And then ultimately, you'll get better outcomes. And so I just, I mean, he, he does a good job of saying that all levels of the change process are really important, but I think it's the order that matters the most. It's inside out, which, you know, he says in there, behavior that is incongruent with self will not last. And so if we don't, you know, whatever you're trying to improve in your life, for me, I've shared with a few of you, I don't know if I've shared with the entire podcast, but I have this um, autoimmune disease called Churg-Strauss, which attacks my lungs, my sinuses, my heart, unfortunately, and a lot of other fun things. So it's been about eight or nine years where I've really struggled with that and the medicine that I have to take. I go to the hospital once a month. And so for a few years, I went from being this athlete to um, viewing myself, honestly, as a sick person. And so my identity, you know, I would, when, when things got tough, my identity was, oh, I'm sick. So I would make all these excuses for myself. So I gained about 50 pounds, which is awful. And then, you know, going back through this book a second time back in January, preparing for the year, I started thinking about what's my identity and I, or at least what do I want my identity to be? And for me, it was, you know, if I wanted better health, I wanted to look at myself as a healthy person. It's kind of like what he talks in there is like, the goal isn't to read a book, it's to become a reader. The goal isn't to run a marathon, it's to become a runner. And so for me, I want to be healthy. I want to embody that. And since I've done that, 
I have lost, you know, I guess by this time I'll probably lost about 40 pounds since January. And so, um, and it, a lot of it becomes, comes back to taking James Clear's advice and just thinking about what is my identity, right? And so he talks in there about behaviors are usually a reflection of your identity, who you believe you are. And once a belie person believes a certain aspect of their identity, the actions will follow. And so I started believing that I am, I am healthy. I am, um, I want to be a role model for my kids and my family. And so for me, the identity piece is what, what really helped me get strong. Your habits are how you embody your identity. And the more you repeat a behavior, the more you reinforce your identity. And so I'll leave you with this on the identity piece. There's two, there's a two-step process he talks about to change your identity. One, decide who you want to be. And so you can brainstorm on your own. You can go find other books that help you through your identity. For me, again, I always am very clear about this. I'm not trying to send anybody down my rabbit holes, but the purpose driven life helped me do that. So deciding who I want to be, as well as with the seven habits book of thinking about the roles in my life of, if you can see the video on this, I always have my sons behind me or my wife's pictures right here. Um, I want to be a great husband. I want to be a great father. And so that's who I want to be. And then I need to prove it to myself with small action. So as a husband, you know, it's taking over chores. It's pursuing my wife, taking her on dates with my kids. It's giving them undivided attention and creating space for us to build relationships. And then for my health, for me, it's working out and consistently choosing, you know, to eat better as opposed to uh, escaping with crappy food. Anyways, so first step work on your identity, decide who you want to be. So it's an inside out model. The second piece that I took away that I love is the idea of just getting 1% better. He uses a, an easy to understand airplane example, which is talking about if you fly from, if a plane flies from LA to New York and they just continue to get one degree off from LA to New York and they just fly in that pattern, they'll eventually, they'll land in Washington, DC. And his whole point with that is that Tiny habits are what you become. And so, and he looks at daily habits are like compound interests. And so he says, if you strive to be 1% better every day for a year, at the end of the year, you will be 30 times better at whatever it is that you're going after. And I just thought that was, that was really powerful. And he, it, the wisdom of him talking about, so productivity compounds, right? You start being productive, it becomes who you are. Relationships compound. So if you start building strong relationships or spending more time with the people you love or care about, there's more fruit that comes from it. But also the, the double-edged sword is your negative thoughts, your negative habits can create um, compounding impact that continues to have you spiral out of control. And so it's first and foremost, what I love about uh, James Clear is he says, we need to be aware of what our habits are not call them good or bad first, but get to know them as these are the habits that are defining me. And is it who I want to be? And if it's not, what new habits do I need to put in place to get better? The, the analogy that he gives in this book that really helped me understand the power of this 1%, which helped me get through a lot of plateaus for my health the last few months, is the idea of being like a melting ice cube. And so what he talks about there is, you know, um, having a, a plateau. So complaining about a lack of results is like complaining about an ice cube that hasn't melted from 26 to 31 degrees. All of the action happens at 32 degrees. 
And so with that analogy in my head, you know, some of those days I'm frustrated where the scale's not moving or I'm not feeling like the energy with the energy that I hope to have at that point. I have to remind myself that the change, the world's going to think it's overnight success, but I'm just in the phase of an ice cube going from 26 to 31 degrees and knowing at some point, whenever that is, I don't know when it is, but at some point, the change that's taken years is going to look like it's happened all at once. And so I'm, I'm fighting for my ice cube moment, my melting ice cube moment. And I think that's something that's helped me um, develop patience and uh, get stronger in this. And the other, the last part that helped me with the 1% part was like, hopefully most of you, I love to set goals. I'm an achiever at heart. That's something that I, I like to win no matter what it is. Some family members think that's great. Some family members think I need to chill out a little bit, which they're probably not wrong. Um, but I love games. I love competition. And so the, the counter challenge that I think James Clear gave me is forgetting about goals and focusing on systems. And so he says, prevailing wisdom is to set clear and specific goals. And his point is results have little to do with goals and everything to do with the systems you create. It's the process that leads to the results. And so how I have used that is I think about what are the different identities that I have, right? Which we talk about in the seven habits book. And then I think instead of the goals that I want to have, what are the systems I'm creating on a daily and weekly basis to get me closer to those goals? And so one of his questions he has, if you completely ignored your goals and only focused on systems, would you still get results? Goals set direction, systems bring pro progress. And one of his challenges with our, the thing he says about the goal setting problems are three things. One, winners and losers have the same goals. Two, achieving a goal is only a momentary change. And so you only get a little bit of impact. And three, goals will fix your happiness. You're putting happiness off until you hit the next milestone. And so it's, you know, if you hit the goal, it's great, um, but it never fully delivers. And so he, he says the purpose of setting goals is to win the game. The purpose of building systems is to continue playing the game. And I hope that if the center of the change starts here podcast, you know, that, you know, we try to embrace that life, life is tough. Life is going to kick you in the, the face sometimes, and you've got to keep getting back up and getting stronger. And so I think everyone here listening to this podcast, hopefully as someone who wants to play the game, whatever that is for you. And so what I think about is I don't want to just win something. I want to be the best every single day. And so I've really been focusing the last six months on building systems for the different identity pieces that I've, I've got in my life so that I can continue to play the game and play the game. Well, with that, I just want to say the three takeaways that I have from this book are buy the book, read it, make a plan. It's that impactful. There's a reason that all these amazing guests and authors that we've had on the last couple of years have rated this book higher than any other book that they've shared. Um, secondly, take this time to, to think about who you want to be and start defining your identity and building your habits and systems to become that person or to solidify yourself as that person. And third, be like a melting ice cube. Focus on getting 1% better, uh, uh, better every day with the goal of 
having your melting ice cube moment. Um, I've had little ones along the way and it's fun and you start feeling that and seeing that in your life. And so if you're in one of those stages where you really busted your tail at something all year and you haven't seen the results yet, think about yourself as that melting ice cube, knowing it's going to come. You just got to keep your head down. Uh, before we leave for the summer, uh, I've been asked by a few different folks to share my answers to the questions I ask every guest. And so I'll do that real quickly before I leave you. Uh, what is the habit or discipline that you use on a daily basis to make yourself the best version of yourself? I would say waking up early, having quiet time. So that's uh, reading for me, uh, meditation, prayer, and then visualizing my day. And so thinking about, uh, there's a, a practice that I was introduced a number of years ago called priming, where I kind of visualize um, all the blessings that I have in my life. So I focus on um, how grateful I am. And then I focus on uh, what, I, how I want to serve, how I want to love people that day. And I will say the days that I do that, which are many, I have phenomenally better day, even in the face of challenges, even in the face of things going the exact opposite of what I visualize, because I feel like I have purpose and gratitude going into all of those. When I don't do that, I notice uh, that successes and failures uh, feel heavier for whatever reason. And so I would say that's the biggest habit for me. The, um, books, there are three books, really. I mean, Atomic Habits is definitely one of them. I'm not saying that just for this podcast, but uh, it's one that's really made a big difference in my life. Uh, it Takes What It Takes by Trevor Moad. Um, you know, for instance, it's, it's really sports focused. But, you know, if, if you say you want to be, you know, for my kid, if he wants to be the best pitcher he can be or the best golfer for him he wants to be, you decide if you want to be the best, then there are habits and disciplines you have to create in order for that to make that happen. You don't have a choice to make certain sacrifices or to work a certain amount if you really want to achieve a goal or be a certain type of person. So I really love that book. And the last one that I've talked about a million times uh, for me is The Purpose Driven Life. And again, it's a faith-based book, so I'm certainly not telling anybody they need to go check it out. It's just mattered to me. All right. Um, what's your walk-up song? You would think I could narrow this down, but um, heading into summer, I would say Summertime Magic by Childish Gambino. It's a, it's not really like a pump-up song, but it just gets me excited. Um, and my kids always laugh because they always think I'm thinking about their mom, which I am. I think I told them that a long time ago, but uh, I enjoy that. Are You Entertained by Russ and Ed Sheeran, In the House by Crowder, and Fear Is Not My Future by Maverick City Music. And then the last one, which is not a pump-up song, but it just pumps me up for whatever reason, Sound Mind by Melissa Hessler. Um, those are just really good ones. So again, Summertime Magic, Childish Gambino, Are You Entertained, Russ and Ed Sheeran, In the House, Crowder, Fear Is Not My Future, Maverick City Music, Sound Mind, Melissa Hessler. And then the last thing I will leave you with is a quote that I recently came across and I just love this and I'm trying to figure out how to spread this uh, far and wide. It is sometimes you think you're in a dark place. You think you've been buried, but actually you've been planted. I'll say that one more time because I had to keep going back to listen to it. Sometimes when you're in a dark place, you think you've been buried, but actually you've been planted. I don't know if you who are listening right now are in a dark place. I don't know if you have friends or family members in a dark place, but if you could help them with this paradigm of trying to figure out why they've been planted somewhere versus focusing on the feeling of being buried, I feel like there's so much power to that. 
Um, it was kind of like I shared with, with you all a long time ago on a podcast. Um, I had a quote that um, helped me get over something significant in my life. It's, instead of asking why me, I started asking like, why not me? I was built for this challenge. And I feel like this is just another way of saying that. Instead of focus on being buried, focus on um, the fact that you've probably been planted somewhere. And so I hope that is and as encouraging to you as it is to me. I thank you all for listening to us um, religiously. Uh, if you can find folks, if I hope this has helped you as much as it's helped me. Uh, if there's folks this summer that you want to share this podcast with, please share them. We're going to be back in August, ready to go. We're going to have some unique changes to our format, which I'm excited about. We're going to bring our research team in on these. We're going to focus on uh, giving away um, tool sets, skill sets, things for you all from our Franklin Covey content that we're excited about. And so it's just going to, we're trying to get better and better to serve you all as best as possible. So I'm very, very excited about our, our next season. Enjoy this month. Enjoy reading for the first time or rereading Atomic Habits. Um, but most importantly, spend time focused on deciding who you want to be and developing those systems to continue to become that person. Thank you all for your support. Have an awesome weekend or have an awesome uh, summer. I'll see you in a month. Please support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel, uh, podcast on Apple or Spotify, and help us celebrate the beautiful, messy work of shaping human potential. Mm -hmm.